This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Nirvana Sisters Podcast, where we take the intimidation out of well-being and beauty to help you achieve your highest state, your nirvana. We are sisters-in-law and your hosts. I'm Amy Sherman. And I'm Katie Chandler. So let's get into some real conversation. Welcome back to Nirvana Sisters, Nirvana Sisters family. It's Amy and Katie, and we are back and very excited to meet Liz Whitman, who is the CEO and founder of Exponent Beauty. This is a first of its kind, self-activated and sustainable skincare solution. And we're super excited to hear all about this innovative brand's product. And it's hot off the press because it just launched in April. So we are so excited to meet you. Welcome to the show, Liz. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Liz is an entrepreneur. She's launched many brands and she's really carved a space in the industry. So we're super excited to hear more about all of your extensive background in beauty and wellness and self-care right up our alley. But before we do that, we want to just take a step back and do our Nirvana of the week, which is really just a moment that brought you joy this week. We just like to take a step back before we get it. I will lead to Katie to see, to hear about your Nirvana. Great. Thank you, Amy. Um, I think my Nirvana this week was, was it yesterday or the day before I took my four-year-old to the beach? She's been out of school all week and my eight-year-old is still in school. And, you know, like she's doing camps and everything this summer, but this week she's home and we've just had some really nice time together. And we went to the beach, the two of us, and we built sandcastles and collected shells and had a little picnic and Aww. it was really fun. It was so sweet. Um, so that was, that was mine for sure. What about you, Amy? Super fun. Well, mine, I would say, was this morning because I I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before when we had our dermatologist on, but I've gotten like many basal cells over the years. I'm really sensitive and I guess prone skin to basal cells. So I do a skin scan every six months. And I was just posting on our Instagram channel this morning that everyone should go every year to get a skin scan, but I go every six months. And I had a good report this morning. So that's just always exciting to like you know, go through the skin scan, have them make sure everything looks good and like not have to worry. So that was my good news of the day. So I was very happy to have good skin, which I'm sure you know all about Liz. What about you? That's huge. And I just want to double click and say that I do agree that people should go get checked often and most people don't think about it. So that's awesome. Um, I had an awesome week and unusually awesome uh, because we had our team offsite in San Francisco uh, for Exponent. Um, all of us work remotely um, with the pandemic and being a small team, and we're sort of spread out. And so to be in person and have that kind of energy in person uh, is just, it's so fulfilling. Um, and I had the best time. I love that. Yeah, that's fun. I'm sure it's great to have everybody together in the same room, and bouncing Huge. ideas. And yeah, that's a lot of fun. In the early days, particularly when you're small, there's like a tribalism that like kind of happens as you all kind of come together. You know, you don't have that many people. And so you have to be rowing the boat all in unison. And it's tough to do and build those types of relationships remotely. I'm sure. I'm sure. All right. So well, true. and you just get so much, so much, uh, so much done being together and bonding and communicating and so many good ideas that came out of that. Right. 
Totally. Yeah. Too many. Um, so now we have to prioritize which ones we're going to do. <laughs> That's great. nice. So tell us about Exponent Beauty and like what gap you were seeing in the market to come up with this really cool idea. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't even know if I would characterize it as a gap, um, more so as kind of a dirty skincare secret um, in the industry. Mm. I've I've been in the industry for about 15 years, uh, and it's well known that antioxidants, which are the active ingredients that you often find in clinical skincare, ingredients like vitamin C and retinol, the good-for-you stuff that we all seek out, are super fragile uh, when exposed to air, light, and water. Uh, And the industry has worked really hard to stabilize those ingredients. Um, But I had this kind of hunch after using a lot of products that were kind of over-promising but not delivering that there was sort of something not quite meshing in terms of the way these things were formulated. Uh, And so I ended up actually testing the top 25 selling clinical skincare products on the market, products that you have absolutely heard of, probably used, might be using right now, I don't know, Um, sent them to an independent lab to test the concentration of the actives on day one through day 60. So from the moment the consumer takes the product home, what's actually happening um, on the day-to-day as you're using it? Um, And the headline is that those products lost about 40% of their active ingredient concentration in a mere eight weeks. So stability is not an unknown thing. I think what was shocking for me and perhaps more importantly for my chemist and my product developer was the order of magnitude, right? That it lost so much so quickly. Um, And so Exponent really exists to fix this issue, right? Which is to deliver active ingredients the way that they're really meant to, to be delivered, right? Which is fresh and at peak potency every time. That's so brilliant because, so is it, when you, are you saying like when you bring the product home and you take the lid off of it, is the, is that like, is it kind of similar to food, right? When we bring the food home, from yeah. it, it's, it's the same idea. The expiration date kind of starts ticking from that point. Absolutely. I mean, in fact, the expiration date starts ticking from the moment it's manufactured, bottled up, oh, wow. goes through the supply chain, let's call it 18 months until you buy it, bring it home. Then you open it and you kick off an even more rapid path of degradation. Did you see when you first, like when you first opened it, I know you said over eight weeks, it was like 40% less or whatever. What was it roughly when you first opened it since it has to go through that whole process? Totally. Totally. So as you know, some products will state the concentration that they put in, some don't, right? And so of the ones who stated, we were able to measure what that initial concentration was. And that was about 15% lower than what they stated. Yeah. Wow. That why they say on like a vitamin C to keep it in a cool, dark place? Probably. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the reality is you could put your skincare in the fridge and that will actually like slow down that degradation path. It won't eradicate it though, right? Um, other ways that people have tried to slow it down, um, putting it in an airless pump, putting it in an amber jar um, to protect from UV light. Um you know, uh, combining certain molecules. So um, compounding vitamin C with vitamin E or ferulic uh, in order to try to stabilize it. We tested all products that use those methods. And those methods, again, help, but they don't eradicate the issue. And I would also imagine that there's a lot of products that use stabilizers, which maybe isn't necessarily part of clean beauty, right? Like, I mean, you see that in so many things. It's that there's preservatives in food, there's stabilizers in medication. Do you find those in beauty products as well? 
You do. You do. And again, those will, I mean, beyond the actual clean beauty uh, issue with that, right, in terms of the stability, they will help, but again, will not eradicate. Basically, as soon as it's pre-mixed with water, boom, that's where it all kicks off. Wow. Wow. And what are the main, um, I know you mentioned vitamin C and how many ingredients are there that are this, for lack of a better word, like perishable that we need to know about? Yeah. So anything that's an antioxidant uh, will be in that category, which is a lot of things. Um, so long list. <laughs> yeah. Long list. Um, the hero ingredients that you would normally find in skincare that would suffer from this um, is vitamin C, retinol, um, which obviously hugely popular anti-aging ingredient, um, resveratrol, green tea, enzymes, probiotics, uh, vitamin K, vitamin E to a degree, um, and then a bunch of acids as well, um, which is a totally you know separate kind of world uh, from from the exponent world. But acids as well would be fragile. What you're you're glomming onto, I think the the best way to think about it, which is like, you know, we have all sort of come to the conclusion that fresh food is better for you. It tastes better. It's got more you know nutrients, etc. Uh, and so beauty, I sort of tend to think lags the food industry by about 10 years. You saw that with natural and organic as well um, as a trend, right? And we're sort of living in that world right now in beauty where people are really concerned about what ingredients are in their products. Are they particularly unsafe? Uh, and I think what we're trying to do is kind of, you know, transition that conversation, not just from, you know, what is in there that is potentially harmful, but what is in there that's truly, truly beneficial, Sort of like the superfood acai kind of like state state of uh, the food industry. Like we want that to be the focus uh, within beauty. Yeah, that's really interesting because you're right. The industry is behind, and I don't think I've really thought about that that much. And I would imagine our listeners and most consumers are not thinking about it. They see like whatever on the label, ten percent, twenty percent, and you're like, great. You're not really, you know thinking about it until you finish it. And I don't know, that's, that's actually, um, very, very interesting. So hence X minute beauty. So tell us what you've created yeah. to. Totally. Um, it's, and it's been a labor of love. We've been in R and D for about three years cause this isn't an easy problem to solve. Right. Um, and yeah. so our solution is self-activated skincare. Uh, whereby we've actually powderized all the active ingredients, all the antioxidants that we just talked about. In powder form, we've kept them inert and stable, right? So they are maintaining their concentration indefinitely until you activate them. And so our system allows you to activate an active ingredient with a hyaluronic acid uh, serum, which is very, very hydrating, uh, in the moment uh, and, and apply. Uh, and so the powderized form factor is kind of what allows us to stabilize everything. Um, but the experience is really the critical part because no one's going to mortar and pestle a bunch of powder in their bathroom flying around a whole big mess. So we spent a lot of time creating our packaging solution, which is our activator system. You can think of that as sort of the world's sexiest dispenser. Um, it is a precision dosing system. So essentially with a simple push twist, you dispense a precise amount of powder and a precise amount of liquid uh, in the proper ratio for a single dose um, to apply clinical benefits to the skin. It's really beautiful. So it's the device product. you pour it in. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we also thought, you know, besides functional benefits, we wanted to make it really attractive and counterworthy. So 
Yeah, for sure. That that's always important. So you you put it in this device, mix it, and then use it. So it's just like a fresh dose in a way, sort of like when you go to a spa and they mix it right there. Is that the idea? Kind of. Yeah, yeah definitely. And um, and just to clarify, it's you don't have to add anything to it each time. So you you get forty five doses of powder, ninety doses of liquid. Uh, and you load it up once, and then each time that you come to it to use it, you're just doing a push twist. You're dispensing from a bulk each time. So there's no like, oh, I see. it's not like Nespresso. Oh, got it. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's genius. Very cool. So, what are yeah, the different, really cool. What are some of the different types of powders? Um, just, uh, I'm sure, how many do you have? Yes. So we have five. Um, and so these are five serums. Uh, and so a serum is sort of the first layer you want to put on clean, damp skin uh, underneath an SPF or a moisturizer. Each one of our serums has you know, major anti-aging benefits. So they have all been clinically tested to reduce fine lines and wrinkles. And then each one has an additional benefit on top of that. So first in the lineup is our newest product, which is our Time Rewind Retinol. Retinol uh, at 0.25% in every dose, since we can do an optimal dose. Um, so that's going to give great benefit for fine lines and wrinkles and retexturizing the skin. Uh, the next up is our Brighten Boost Vitamin C product. And so this delivers 10% L-ascorbic acid in every single dose. In addition to fine lines and wrinkles, it's been clinically proven to help with discoloration, uh, brightening, and radiance benefits. And third is our firming filter CoQ10 antioxidant. CoQ10 is an ingredient that's super popular in supplements and is used less frequently in skincare, even though it's got fantastic benefits. So we're really excited about this one. Um, It will help with fine lines and wrinkles, but also have a firming effect um, on top of it. Then we have Calm Revival, Green Tea, and Resveratrol. So both Green Tea and Resveratrol blend. Um, This is awesome and potentially the one that Amy should get because it's great for sensitive skin. So in addition to fine lines and wrinkles benefits, um, it'll also have a redness reduction. So those ingredients are both uh, anti-inflammatory as well as um, anti-aging, which is awesome. And then finally, we have Clear Comeback, Enzymes and Probiotics. Um, and so this will actually help declog pores um, and reduce blemishes. Wow! So how how would uh, so how would someone use the products? Like, what would they use every day? What would they use? Like, what's the yeah? How, how are people using the different products and for what? I mean, not for what, but like in what in the AM, the PM, et cetera. Yeah. So we have a couple of like natural combinations, I would say, um, for AM and PM routines. And I should note that the activator system is completely mix and match. So actually about mm. half of our consumers uh, have more than one powder that they're using as an interchangeable top uh, with the hyaluronic acid base. So um, a great pairing um, for anti-aging uh, benefits would be the vitamin C in the morning and retinol at night. Um, a great pairing for uh, sensitive skin types would be Calm Revival Green Tea in the morning and Firming Filter CoQ10 at night. Um, and then, of course, our probiotic and enzymes is just a great treatment for folks who are worried about declogging pores or blemishes. Um, we have people who use that twice a day if that's their main concern. 
Um, I also use it sort of on an occasional basis when I'm traveling in drier climates um, and I'm just getting clogged uh, and I'll use it for about a week and swap it into my routine. Um, but all of our products can be used interchangeably. Um, the only one that I would sort of suggest really needs to be only used at night is retinol. Um, and then we do suggest using vitamin C in the morning only because it gives you the additional benefit of protecting against free radicals throughout the day. So if you use it at night, you still get great benefit from it. You're just not getting that protective benefit during the day. Okay. And what is the vitamin C test kit that I saw that you, you have? Is that something that's coming out or it's currently available? That's currently available. So I mentioned that this has been this three-year journey um, uh, in terms of creating these products. Uh, and I mentioned the primary research that we had done you know, in the early days to verify the problem. So in the lead up to launching the products, we actually published um, a research hub called the Exponent Standard. Um, we took all of our primary research, we did a lot of lab work uh, and published it there. Um, and consumers were coming and, you know, uh, engaging with our content and then writing in and asking lots of questions like, if these products degrade, what should I be using? And this was in advance of us having a product to, to recommend. So we then ended up actually creating some tools to help consumers find effective skincare. So this is truly separate from the product line, just a very objective research hub to kind of help people find the best products out there. Uh, and those tools include a product recommendation list of the 82 out of 500 products that we researched and looked at that meet our standard for efficacy. And I'm happy to tell you what that is. Um, and then the second tool we launched is this vitamin C test kit. And so these are test strips that you can use at home to test the concentration of vitamin C in your skincare products, whatever you're using. Um, and so that'll help you figure out, okay, is it at a starting concentration that's doing anything for me? Is it still good after a couple of months or, or whatnot else? Um, and it's just a self-serve tool at home. It does have a QR code. So folks have been uploading their results to us, which is awesome because we use that data to actually um, add or remove products that we recommend from our product recommendations list. That's so cool. And it's also really generous of you to provide that for, for the consumer to, to be able to get this information for themselves. But I would imagine that it's going to reveal to them that their products aren't as powerful as they thought. And so the next move is they'll come to you and, and be ordering more of your powders and everything. So it's really genius. It's, it's a great idea. And it's also um, probably really surprising for a lot of people to find out what exactly they have in their arsenal. It's not everything they thought it was hacked up to be. I was just going to ask a question because you were mentioning the results. So what are people seeing um, like the before and afters of the results they're seeing based on like using their old products and then switching over and kind of tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So um, what's been great about the kind of UGC that we're getting on before and afters from our products is that our time frame for actually seeing results um, seems to be like pretty quick for skincare. I mean, typically with skincare, you're looking at like eight weeks to see results. Um, a lot of our products after two weeks, you have visible results. So people are, I think, just really excited to be able to see something. How many times yeah. have we but, you know, these products and we're expecting these miraculous results and we're trying to look, but it's like imperceptible, et cetera. And so that's been amazing. Uh, and of course, as I said, we did clinical studies on these products to begin with to make sure that they actually will deliver results. So I'm glad mm -hmm. that we're seeing that. 
Um, and then uh, other vitamin C testers, the folks who've tested other people's products over the last couple of years, um, absolutely. We've just been so excited to, to see how they're reacting to ours. I will say though, Katie, yeah, I mean, it, it does, it does open their eyes. Um, but on our product recommendations list, there are a few other vitamin C products out there that we do recommend as well from other brands and we don't get any, you know, affiliate fees or anything. So it's fully shoppable. Go check it out. Nice. That's good. Yeah, that's great. I All like right. the transparency. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's genius. So, and then the company also focuses, there's a focus very much on full of versus free of, and this I can really greatly appreciate because so much now it's, it's all about clean beauties, free of the parabens and this and that and this and that, and that's very heavily advertised, which is great. Thank, I mean, thank goodness for that. But Exponent Beauty is focusing on what you're full of, which I assume is just powerful punch of everything that we're buying this stuff for in the first place, right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I explained the exponent standard and the research hub, like our entire mission is just to educate consumers on and raise the standard for effective skincare. So free of the clean beauty movement, I am super, super supportive of that. Obviously, we should expect that our products don't cause harm. Um, It's just to me, that's only half the equation, right? The other side of that is, great. Okay. There's nothing harmful in here, but what's actually in here that I can expect to benefit from, right? And how do we create some measurement around that? And when I look at the industry, there's just so many certifications of that stand for the absence of things, free of this, free of that. And I just keep questioning, why is there not a standard for you know efficacy, right? This is what is clinical skincare? Mm-hmm. It's an ill-defined term, right? Like how are we measuring these benefits? Um, and one of the big things that I get, you know, particularly frustrated on um, is the use of clinical results. So I mentioned that our products have been clinically tested a number of times. There is actually a really big difference between clinical testing, which uses instrumentation to measure actual benefits, and consumer perception testing. And in our category, in both cases, that takes place in a lab setting. So brands can quote consumer perception testing as if it's a clinical result when it's not. Um, anyway, longer story, but part of the uh, exponent standard is is sorting through those 500 products that I mentioned, calling it down to 82. All 82 of those products have been properly clinically tested uh, to show benefit. Amazing. All right. Well, I want to know what your skincare routine is because you have gorgeous skincare or skin rather. Flawless. It's literally. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you do? Yeah, I, I, I do try to keep it relatively simple. I do not have a 10 step routine by any means. Um, I, I think fewer, better products for everyone would be, would be a nice move. Um, so in the morning, I actually don't wash my face because I've washed my face at night. Um, I use a micellar water um, or a toner. I just like splash it on. Um, so that's step one. Step two, I use one of our exponent serums. Typically, I use Calm Revival in the morning because I have uh, sensitive skin uh, and a bit of rosacea. Um, and then I put on an SPF on top. Uh, and everyone should be wearing SPF every day. I don't care if you're only outside for five minutes. Please, please, please. Right. And if it's cloudy, that doesn't mean anything. Please, please. Um, And then I put an SPF on top. Um, And then at night, um, I cleanse. Um, I do wear, 
you know, some makeup light uh, during the day. And so definitely need an oil cleanser to kind of get it all off. Um, at night, uh, I use a different uh, exponent serum. So CoQ10, uh, the firming filter one at night. Uh, and then I put a light moisturizer on top just because I like the feel and I kind of want to trap everything in. And then once a week, I exfoliate. Um, I use a, a sort of grainy exfoliation. Yeah. Yeah. What SPF do you use? One of my I favorite use, questions. Yeah. So so my favorite brand is Elta MD. Uh, and so I use uh, their SPF, which is 46. Um, and yeah. it's amazing product. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Every dermatologist uh, friend and yeah. colleague that I have. Every, we had a dermatologist on the show who recommended it. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, and yeah, it's, it's like the gold standard. Yeah. They have um, a clear one and they have a tinted one. And this is the craziest thing about the tinted one. So hard to get a universal tint. Um, but like girlfriends of mine across the Fitzpatrick scale in terms of skin tone, we can all use it and it looks amazing. It's very light. Um, so particularly when I'm uh, in a rush, I just put that on and it gives just a little bit of um, uh, sort of not retouching effect. It's not like wearing foundation, but just kind of smooths everything out. Right. Smooths everything out. Yeah. yeah. One of the other things I noticed on your website, which is really impressive is that you're a B Corp, um, which I know is really hard to get that certification. Can you tell our listeners a little about that? About that, Because I think that's very important nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Benefit Corporation, otherwise known as B Corp, um, is a type of corporate status in the U.S. where you have to actually go through a very rigorous certification process. Um, and basically, they're looking to see if you meet the highest verified standards of environmental and social transparency and accountability in your business practices. That sounds very, very technical. I like to think of it as companies that really want to structure themselves around this concept of a triple bottom line, right? And so obviously, we're a for-profit company. So we're thinking about making profits. So that's thing one. But we're also thinking about impact on planet and people, right? And so that's that's our triple you know, bottom line focus. Um, it took us about a year and a half um, to get B-Corp certified. We were certified even prior to launch, which is somewhat unheard of. It was very important to me personally. Um, I've done a lot of work with B Corps uh, in the past, uh, and so I knew that that was something that we wanted to do. And the way that we got verified is because our packaging has actually eliminated plastic waste. So we didn't talk about it, but the activator is fully refillable. Our refills come in glass jars with aluminum caps, which are the only infinitely recyclable materials out there. Uh, and the activator itself is is a system that gets reused again and again. So I am super, super proud of this. Um, I think what I was kind of surprised about, to be honest, uh, is I knew it was important to us and, and to me to do this the right way. Um, I didn't know how much it would resonate with consumers, right? Um, I'm not sure if we're like really voting with our wallets on sustainability in the beauty category at this point. Um, and it's been really wonderful to see how people have glommed onto it, how they're respecting it, how they're commenting on it. Bodes well for all of us and for the for the future of the planet as well. Yeah, it's um, definitely, I think, especially to the younger generation, they're very aware, what I've seen, very aware of companies that are in this space truly, and it does make a difference to them, which I love. And there is so much waste in beauty. So congratulations on that. It's really good to see. Thank you. 
Now, you're also a mentor and an investor in a lot of like young startups in the beauty space, which that has to be exciting. What are some, are you seeing a lot of very like innovative products and cutting edge things that are, you know, on the horizon that, that we should get excited about? Yeah, I I um I I love being an investor in the space. I do seed stage investing as part of X Factor Ventures. Um, we're small seed fund focused on female founded businesses, uh, and I do look at a lot of consumer and naturally a lot of beauty. Um, and there are there are some very exciting things happening. I think you know first and foremost. Um, folks are thinking about um, creating brands uh, and product lines for specific consumer groups, um, particularly underserved consumer groups, um, and making sure that we're having a much more personalized kind of consumer and brand match. Um, and I think that's really, really exciting, particularly in the realm of um, color cosmetics, making sure that we have you know a range of tones to suit every person's needs, um, I think is critical. Um, we're seeing some really interesting things happening in the clinical skincare space in terms of biotech starting to spin out new technologies um, for, again, benefits um, in skincare, which, of course, I'm excited about that part of the skincare world. Um, and then we're seeing some really cool new innovations on the packaging front as well. So uh, similar to my my enthusiasm for my own B Corp status, um, there are some really interesting sustainable packaging companies that are coming out to really help the beauty industry start to clean up its act. Um, it's really hard. You can't find stock packaging that's like actually sustainable. And so new materials, innovations happening, um, playing with, you know, uh, sort of soy-based, bamboo-based kind of materials that could actually be used in our category. And I'm obviously personally really excited about that because if that comes out and it's really like accessible and inexpensive, I think more and more brands will obviously choose to do the right thing. Yeah, that's Yeah, fantastic. that's great. Well, two questions. Firstly, I mean, it sounds like, you know, you just launched and the brand's doing well. Tell us about how the response has been and like how the ramp up has been, what you're seeing so far. And then also what advice you have for female entrepreneurs listening to this that are just getting started and, for example, want to create a product. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the launch has gone super well. I'm so thrilled. Um, we've kind of exceeded our expectations. Um, I think some of the things that I started to kind of nod to earlier that surprised me, but in a good way, like I said, the sustainable messaging um, seems to be resonating. It never really was something – we didn't do it as like a marketing ploy, right? We did it because we just wanted to do it. Right. It actually means something to you, which is <laughs> – Yeah. And the fact that it means something to other people too is just really, really awesome to see. Um, I think the other thing I've been surprised but pleasantly surprised about um, is – folks understanding this idea that it's a system, right? And that it's got this mix and match capability. Um, because like I said, with my skincare routine, I try to keep it to fewer, better things. And so there's real value if people know that they can actually tailor their AM and their PM. Um, it's kind of like having three products in one, right? You've got the hydrator and then your two actives. Um, and that's been really, really awesome too. Um, and then finally, uh, we've gotten a lot of interest from dermatologists, estheticians, uh, and retailers um, pretty early on, which is very cool. So that kind of opens up new a new lens for how we want to think about growth um, down the road. Um, advice for female entrepreneurs. I get asked this question uh, a decent amount. This is now my third startup. So 
that makes me a, a masochist, but that's something we can talk about over drinks uh, one day. Um, so I've done this a number of times. Um, you know, one thing I would say is just like, make sure that you are really committed to wanting to do this for a decade, right? And um, it is not as glamorous as sometimes the press makes it seem. There, It's a lot of hard work. I mean, the two of you know that, right? Um, and, and it's really got to make sense for you, um, as a personality in terms of your lifestyle, um, everything else in terms of vetting an idea, my advice always is like the best businesses are solutions to extremely acute problems, right? They're not nice to have. I would really think of it that way. Mm -hmm. Like your solution needs to be a painkiller, not a vitamin. Right. And hmm. if that is true, then, I mean, you know, world's your oyster. It means you're actually solving a real pain point for people. Um, and then the third thing I would say, um, and this is hard, right, um, is really, really make like friends and family and colleagues and network connections feel very comfortable giving you real feedback on your idea. Right. Like, go out of your way, like read up on consumer focus groups and how to run them and how to ask questions without leading the witness, create an environment where you're like, tell me all the reasons why I shouldn't do this. Like that's a different way to phrase it. Right. Because otherwise you end up in kind of an echo chamber, right. Where everyone's like, Oh, that's a great idea. Um, no one wants to hurt your feelings. It's your baby, you know? Um, but you're just not going to get better if you're not open to that. Yeah, that's all. that's, that's great, great advice. advice. All of it is, yeah. I the 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 product piece of filling a hole if it's a a painkiller, not a vitamin, is really like such a genius way to think about it. Um, because fixing a pain for some that's what's going to really explode, right? Is when it's really, really, really needed. So that's all such great advice. Thank you. So, so tell us how to find exponent beauty. Is it, um, I know you mentioned you're looking at uh, retail and all these other areas. Is it, is it just online? Is it, what's yeah. the, what's the plan? Yep. Right now um, we are just online at exponentbeauty.com. Um, and so you can find the full line of five serums there. Um, in our research section on site is where you can find our product recommendations list for the exponent standard if you're looking to fill out your routine. So I would encourage you to check that out too. Um, and then as I mentioned, of course, uh, looking at the professional channel, so dermatologists, esthetician offices. Uh, so we may be there sooner than you expect. So if you have your favorite, you can ask them about us and see if we're there um, and, and retail down the road. But for now, exponentbeauty.com. And also, I, know I cannot wait to try it. Yeah. And your website has great how to's like, you know, when to use retinol, what time of day and things like that. It's a really useful tool, the website, in addition to, to having all of your amazing products. So we are super excited. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, again, for, for me, my motivation, obviously, first and foremost, is just to help people find effective skincare, right? Uh, otherwise, why would we publish all of this useful information, all of these product recommendations list? And, um, you know, I hope a fraction of folks will fall in love with us too, but, um, and our product line. So yeah, please do use it as a resource. And um, that's what we're there for. You can also always contact our customer delight team. Uh, believe it or not, sometimes I get in there on some of the gnarly ingredients questions and product recommendations questions. We're always happy to do a consult as well. 
That's great to know. Okay. We are going to get into our wrap session, which is just our quick hit questions. Don't think about them. Just answer. Ready? Here's the first one. What is your favorite wellness or beauty hack? Drinking water. Good one. (laughs) And accessible to all. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Very important. That's great. Okay. The next one we call our five-minute flow. So you just got out of the shower and dried off. Uber just alerted you. They're five minutes away. So what is your quick beauty routine? Like, what do you put on? What are your go-to holy grails to get in the car and get out the door? And I know you talked about your skincare a little bit, but if you're, you know, going out for the night, let's say, what's your what's your quick get-ready routine? Oh, uh, you changed it up with that nighttime question. Now I'm like trying to think about it. Um, <laughs> or okay. let's say a daytime brunch. Yeah. Okay. Daytime brunch. All right. I jump out of the shower. I put my hair in a microfiber towel, which dries it really, really fast while I put on my serum and then my Elta tinted SPF. I don't have time to put on anything else. So that's just going to be my coverage. Um, I would try to get some mascara in there if I could, um, based on the timing to run out the door, uh, hair dry, brush, brush, and then in sort of a top bun, uh, which I'm going to hope is going to dry on its way to the brunch and then I will let it out and <laughs> lived in and organic waves. Love it. Perfect. All right. And the last one we want to know is how do you maintain your daily nirvana? You know, I think I need to get better at maintaining my daily nirvana. It's like a conscious practice to make sure that I'm trying to take stock of kind of what went well, what can I improve on, what am I grateful for, um, and I don't do it every day, and I should, um, and I, I really admire people who do. It, yeah, it's definitely hard, especially, you know, busy entrepreneur running, you know, launching a brand, I'm sure. But yes, we always, we always try to just tell people, take a step back for five minutes and breathe. You know, it's just something to like, make sure you're not burning out. We actually just did an episode a couple of weeks ago that launched about the vagus nerve and keeping within the window of your vagal tone. So every, ever since I heard that, I was like, got to make sure you're in that window or else you burn out. Um, But that's great. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So we will end with our mantra, which we like to do at the end of every show to set the tone and um, say goodbye to our listeners. Katie, what do you have for us? So this week, and just to reiterate, I've said this recently, some are mantras, some are reminders, some are just little affirmations. Uh, This one is difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations. And I think from what it sounds like, Liz, your road to creating excellent beauty has not been an easy one and you guys have rocked it and the brand is here and we are so excited for you. So thank you for being with us today. Thank you for that. That's really wonderful. I'm going to take that one with me and repeat it at the end of the day. (laughs) That's great. That'll be my first attempt at practicing my daily Nirvana. So thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to Nirvana Sisters. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Also, find us on Instagram at Nirvana Sisters. If you loved what you just listened to or know someone that would, please share it and tag us. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of Nirvana Sisters. We'll continue to watch out for all things wellness so you don't have to. Bye.